ladies and gentlemen and all genders outside and in between, welcome to Thirsty Work, the all-new sex education podcast around sex, sexuality, and a little bit of hedonism. Tonight, my guest is the beautiful, the elegant, Rebel Nay. Ooh, it's Thirsty Work. Hello there, you spectacular specimens of humankind. Welcome to the home of hedonism that is thirsty work. Tonight we're going to be talking about all kinds of sexuality, primarily by bi- I say all kinds of sexuality. We're going to be talking about bisexuality because that is the, the joy, um, the joyful sexuality of our wonderful guest today, the beautiful Rebel Nay. Don't forget, friends, that if you would like to spend your channel points while you're watching live here, you can use your channel points to ask a question, and at the end of the podcast, we will be answering all of those questions, or at least a handful if we've got time to. Um, but you're more than welcome to. But before we do that, people, let me bring on my wonderful guest, the beautiful Rebel Nay. Hello, you glorious individual. How are you doing? Hi. I'm, I'm really excited. You're really excited? I'm glad. I'm yes. really, really glad. But before we go any further, would you like to introduce yourself to all of our wonderful viewers and listeners? Sure. Um, my name is Ellie. I'm a full-time veterinary student and I foster dogs. I uh, like to do a lot of cooking and I play video games and yeah, I'm bisexual. <laughs> and and yes, I am also bisexual. This is true. <laughs> and where yeah, can they find I've you? I've been out as bisexual for... 11 years now. 11 years. Ooh. Well, we'll get on to that momentarily. Before we do that, though, where can people find you? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitch at RebelNay or uh, Instagram, which is RebelNayTTV. Uh, Twitter as well, but I don't really use Twitter that much. Your Twitter Mainly is Instagram and, uh, and Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, your Twitter is hilarious, though. Every so often I just get like a little little thing that pops over and I'm just like, oh, Rebel Nays posted. I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, You have got all of the interesting conversations going on there. Oh, yeah. I just on my yeah, my Twitter is basically just uh, screenshots of weird conversations I get (laughs) or like weird DMs from random uh, men. (laughs) Random men. Well, I mean, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I I get it because I also get the weird conversations, uh, weird DMs from random men as well. So it, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. It's an interesting yeah, dynamic. Yeah, you know? Yeah, now, um, people as well. I'm Valen Vane. You know me by now. I'm not gonna go into the whole shebang. But uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about bisexuality, which is by definition. Let me get the definition first. All right, bisexuality, the quality or characteristic of a being of being sexually attracted not exclusively to people of one gender. So people that are romantically or sexually or sexually attracted to one or more genders, potentially including their own, etc, etc. Um, and that is the the definition of it. And, and the amount of drama that, that bisexuals have had since I was a young whippersnapper has been unreasonable so um because you, i i would imagine you get it yourself um ellie in the the, the you, you're just greedy it's not a real sexual <laughs> oh, pick God. a side yeah uh yeah just pick a side um you're gonna like i don't know people have asked if uh, like why i don't just come out as a lesbian like am i scared to be a lesbian or 
um, I'm just, uh, I'm straight, but I'm just trying to get the attention of men or, um, I just think it's fun to have threesomes, which I've never had one. I'm not against it, but <laughs> that's not why I'm bisexual, you know? That That's a common thing though. That is a, like a full on common thing where people say that they're bisexual and suddenly like bisexuality seems to be an invitation for a certain type of well uh, toxic men where they're like ah my girlfriend's a bisexual which means threesomes are game on and it's like yeah no that that's that is not what bisexual bisexuality is not an open invitation there's nothing wrong with having threesomes there's nothing wrong with of course not. like having romantic relations like that by any stretch of the imagination but it's not like a hey you are not getting with this person because they're an open invitation to to threesomes and so like that. by any stretch yeah, it's so sure. strange it's it just puts a, like me. a bad taste in my mouth when I, if i if i meet a guy and i tell him that i'm bisexual because i mean it's a big part of me and he's like oh nice and i'm like what do you mean nice like it's just a fact about me and he's like yeah like you know, that's cool. Like I, suppose, I like that. Like I'm that... like, what do you what do you mean? What <laughs> in what way? And then, you know, the more you talk to them, it's like, oh, because you think we're gonna have a threesome. And I'm like, well, you know. Hate to break it to you, but not sure I want that. <laughs> but you. and also not sure that, that that should not be uh like the first thing in somebody's mind, do you know what I mean? It's like that do you know what it's also kinda like? It's like when somebody turns around and says and this again happens with with toxic men more than anybody else someone turns around and goes oh yeah i'm gay and they turn around and they're like oh well don't don't get attracted to me you stay away from me like because automatically that that person will be immediately attracted to you because they happen to be attracted to the same gender as themselves like what the f that's happened what? to me too <laughs> like what is that I don't understand it. It's like, just because I'm attracted to men and women or and other people, like, it doesn't mean I'm attracted to everybody. It's like, somebody who's straight isn't attracted to everyone of the opposite gender. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that, was, that was always my argument with it, is just like, I'm not attracted to, like, a, a heterosexual person is not attracted to every single person of the opposite gender. And if you tried to tell, like, you tried to say that to them, they freak out. Oh, no, of course not. Of course not. No, no, that's not a way. But the, the thing about bisexuality that I think is, like, mind-blowing to me is the fact that every bisexual I know has been attacked from both sides, from the hetero side oh, and yeah. For the sure. LGBTQIA For sure. Side. There's a lot of biphobia within the LGBT community, unfortunately. Like what? What are your experiences? Like what kind of thing? Um. Well, I've had lesbians who refuse to date me just because I'm bisexual. Um. There was one time uh, I was on a dating app and I was chatting with a with a woman who uh, is a lesbian, and um, she said that like you know like oh you're pretty, but like it's kind of gross that you also date men. You what? Know? And <laughs> it, it's kind of gross yeah. that you also date men. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Like, uh, yeah, but 
That blows my mind. But at the same surely... time, like a lot of those women who like don't want to date by women, um, they're at the same time being like, yeah, but you know, I can I can turn straight girls, and it's like, hmm, can you though? But they're not see, really straight, this, are they? Then this is a really interesting point because I've definitely met a couple of um, and and this is this is for for all genders really, like a couple of lesbians, a couple of, of gay guys, and stuff like that who. Who somehow consider themselves to be like the elite of homosexuality because they've never been with another gender other than their own. Like they've only, a lesbian's only yeah. ever been with women and therefore she is better than other lesbians that have potentially been with men when they were younger or yeah, something like that. Yeah, like a gold star lesbian. Yeah. Like, like good like, for you. Like, <laughs> you figured this? yourself out early. We didn't all. And and it, it just blows my mind. Like the, the idea that you could that there's elitism within something that's meant to be so supportive. It's meant to be, the LGBTQIA is meant to be a supportive group where everyone builds each other up. Yeah, you can get toxic individuals and what have you, but you build each other up and, and you, you push forward for the equality and you push each other forward and then they just like, oh yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a better lesbian than you because I haven't seen a penis or I'm a better gay man than you because I've never been near a vulva or... What? What? Where's the support? What? You know? I agree. So, in regards to, like, because we've had many conversations, because me and you go way back now. We're, we're old school <laughs> friends. It feels like we've been friends for, like, ten years, but it's only been, like, what, a year and a half? Two years? Something like that. Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. But we, like, talk all the time. We're, chat we're yeah, always chatting away. Nice. And I always I find it hilarious being able how to chat with you. <laughs> yeah, I also found it hilarious how you originally stumbled across me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I because uh, sometimes I at the end of my streams I like to raid people that I don't know just because I don't know I I I filter by the LGBT tag and I'm like you know if they have that tag they're gonna be good enough and so i was scrolling through i think it was just the just chatting and i saw your stream and i was like that's interesting i don't remember exactly what it was i think you had like things on screen i think you had like a blm little thing up on the screen as well and i was Probably, like you know that yeah. seems like a pretty decent person so we clicked on it and you know i watched for maybe like 15 seconds or so before i decided to rate and i was like yeah this guy seems pretty interesting so we rated and it was one of the best times like the best raids we've ever had um i had like six or seven people dm me afterwards being like i love this guy <laughs> he's so cool like i'm so glad you rated him um and that usually does not happen i'll have like maybe one person who was like yeah i really like this person it was cool that you rated them or thanks for rating such a small streamer or whatever it is like sometimes like i've done something that they think is nice and uh they're like oh yeah I like that person, but yeah, it was like six or seven people being like, I yeah, I like I can't remember <laughs> what the stream was, but I remember it being chaos. I remember being absolute chaos. And then me like jumping either. over to yours and being like, oh my God, this person is like the most wholesome human being in the <laughs> entire world. Yes, you are you... naughty. Wholesome with a chance of spicy. <laughs> wholesome with a chance of spicy is a very good way of putting it. Explain to everybody like your plan because you're a veterinary student 
to become a vet, but you're oh, also yeah. really enthusiastic about content creation. I realize that this isn't bisexuality, but no. <laughs> I, I still think that it's a very important part. You were talking about bisexuality being a part, part of you. Talk about, tell, tell everyone about what your plan is, because it's the most wholesome thing I think I've ever heard uh-huh. on Twitch. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so ideally... Um, when I'm done veterinary school in about like two and a half to three years, I would really like to work with animal shelters. I, I foster, uh, I foster dogs from a shelter nearby and I've been working with shelters ever since I was in high school, just like volunteering my time for them. And so shelter dogs have a really special place in my heart. And I know that veterinary services are, you know, really expensive. And so if I'm able to make a comfortable living off of Twitch, I would really like to be able to volunteer my time as a veterinarian at uh, an animal shelter, you know, maybe like twice a week go there to like go do checkups and spay and neuter and like do vaccinations and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I would really like to do that. Good Lord, literally want to make money as a content creator (laughs) so I can give free vet services to animal shelters. There I just think no... it'd be so like like yeah, people when they hear that they're like, oh, like you're such a good person. But it would genuinely make me feel like I'm doing something important with my life and like I'm doing something good for animals, you know? Like I love animals, like to an obsessive amount. I just oh god. Cause like they can't it's like children, like they need us and we need to take care of them. And so like when people are mean to them, like I just wanna punch them <laughs> so i don't know i just i love animals so much i i mean i can see that i can see that it's just so wholesome and the rest <laughs> of us you're you're there going i want to do it, something important with my life like have some and i'm like i'm a bumblefuck of a human being and i want to cause <laughs> giggles and inappropriateness for sheer shit that's okay when look if everyone was like me i feel like the world would be pretty boring i mean it's it what i like about people is that we're all so different and so if we were all the same you know if everyone was like you we'd not be worrying about the prejudice against bisexuality because <laughs> everyone would be bisexual <laughs> everyone It'd oh, be that great. would be great though imagine if everyone was bi oh god what a world it, it, i wouldn't it have would, to worry yeah. about like if i'm talking to a woman i wouldn't have to worry if i'm like making her feel uncomfortable or like is she complimenting me because she thinks I'm just pretty or like does she think I'm pretty you know what I mean <laughs> well okay let's talk about let's explore that a little bit because that is something that is genuinely and I've like I said I've known quite a few bisexual people they find it really easy to like hit on somebody that is not their own gender but they yeah. find it really awkward to hit on their own gender Oh, I didn't know this was a bi thing, but I 100% agree with that. 100%. And I what think, is it? oh god, this is going to make me sound really bad. But I think from my personal experience, it's because men hit on me a lot. <laughs> and so I feel very confident in the fact that like if I'm attracted to a guy, there's a high chance that he's going to be attracted to me. So if I go up and talk to him, you know, I've I've never been rejected by a man. However, it's the opposite with women. Like, 99% of the time when I hit on a woman, she's going to reject me. So it's really scary because I know that there's a high likelihood of me getting a rejection. And so I'm nervous, I'm scared. And I because of that, I think I'm not as smooth when it comes to talking to women. And I get, like, awkward and weird. 
So the self-confidence <laughs> we love to see. However, just the idea of just being like, well, it's cool. If I go up to this person and hit on them because they are like because because they're a man, there's a fair chance of it. It's cool. It's all right. It's all grand. But this person's a woman, and now the nerves. Behold oh, yeah. the stumbling. Behold the tongue-tiedness. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's psychological, but it's yeah. I think it's also because with men, I can kind of assume that most of them are going to be straight. Whereas with women, I also have to figure out without like creeping them out. I have to figure out if they're interested in women at all. You know? Why do you just ask them? <laughs> that would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? Because what if they say no? I'm I'm straight, and then it's like oh, now they know that I'm attracted to them. And like, what if we're friends? And then it's like, oh, well, okay. I have that's... never had this issue. I, like, I, I just, I'm just like, hey, how's it going? I'm really attracted to you. And they're like, cool. I'm not. And I'm like, cool. No worries. Like that. That's the be all end of the end of the conversation. It's just like, cool. We continue being friends. It's all shits and giggles. All fun and games. Yeah. 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 Okay. When did you realize that you were bisexual? Uh, I was about like. 14 or 15 um and it was actually like one of my best friends who kind of they kind of asked me if i'm bi and i was like no 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 of course not uh because i grew up in a religious area in pennsylvania where you know being gay or bi is seen as wrong and so i was very very much in denial for a long time about you know I shouldn't like girls and um, the fact that I got butterflies around certain girls was like bad and so there are diaries that I have from when I was like 13 or 14 of like <laughs> I was like praying to God being like please make me straight I really don't want to be bisexual like I know you're doing this to test me but please do something else this is unbearable blah 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 and thankfully for me I had a couple of really 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 supportive friends who were like there's nothing wrong with you. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Um, so I think I started to realize around 13 or 14, but it wasn't until I was 15 that I had like come to terms with it. And I started to like accept it for myself as being like a good thing and not something to be ashamed of. And so I started by telling my very, very closest friends and they were all very supportive of me. Actually, one of them she was super religious, super Christian. And like, she made me cry when I told her because I told all of my other friends and she was the last one. And I brought all of my friends with me to tell her because I wanted emotional support. And she was super supportive um, in a way that I would not have thought because she's Christian. Um, and she cried and she said that, you know, she felt sad that she had given me the impression that um, she would like stop being my friend or anything like that. Um, so yeah, that no, happens it was, quite a lot. Though, that, like there is, because I come from like a Catholic background. My my parents are Catholic. My entire family is Catholic, and what have you. And I've definitely had like gay friends who are like, "Oh, I couldn't meet your parents because they're Catholic and they'll hate me." And I'm like, "My parents are awesome. My parents, my parents literally accept everybody for whoever they are." But that that is yeah. a common thing. Like it's just that whole because when you know somebody is very religious there are preconceptions that there is going to be judgment there. There is going to be For judgment sure. there. And, and the thing is that it can also be, like, interestingly toxic judgment. 
based on I, I've definitely met people before where they're like, um, I don't judge you for being gay, but you're going to hell. And I'm like, all right, all right, okay, I see how that is. <laughs> it's like, it's not my place, not my place. Yeah, that is kind hell. of judgmental, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like I, you're I saying that I'm going to burn in hell in it for eternity. Thanks. Appreciate that. So you, that. So you really realized <laughs> as, like, hormones are kicking in, and you were like, okay, I'm interested in guys. Oh, I'm interested. Because, like you said, you were in Pennsylvania. So you've traveled mm -hmm. a lot because I know that you live over in yeah. Europe at the moment. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done, I've done a good amount of traveling, which I, I'm very thankful for. My, my parents are big travelers and they, um, yeah, they just really prioritized getting to see the world. <laughs> Which is a good thing. I mean, that that certainly. But okay, so I was about to but say. But when I was a child, I was really annoyed by it because we didn't have like regular Christmases because they would spend like Christmas present money on traveling, and I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now. Like now, I look back and I'm like, man, I am so thankful that my parents took me to you know different places. But at the time, you know, when I was like seven, all I wanted was to have. A Christmas like my friends had, like at home with you know a tree and presents and um, like tradition and whatnot. And did you, know, you find that I've, affected? Because as... you just you literally just said about <laughs> having like really supportive friends and um, stuff like that. Do you find that that affected the way like your sexuality manifested? Because you can only know friends for a certain length of time, or or. Did you know them for long enough that it didn't really matter, or do you just gel with people quite well? Mm. Well, those friends I'd known since I was about 10, so we'd been friends for maybe like five years, which when you're a child is a pretty long time. Oh yeah, um, perspective is great. But the thing is, I made all of my friends promise not to tell anyone because there was another girl um, at our high school who had come out as bisexual, and people were so ruthless and mean to her. Um, they would call her really rude things uh, in the hallway. And I'd heard people saying stuff to her and I didn't want that for myself. And I mean, I don't know, you can't, I mean, you still call me wholesome, but like when I was in high school, I, was, I tried my very best to be like the epitome of like a good Christian girl. Like I was, you know, very like innocent and sweet looking all the time. And I did not want anyone to, you know, call me a whore or whatever yeah. that they were calling her just because she's bisexual. Um, because that, that so, is another preconception. Yeah, I just is, hit it. I was about to say that, that is another preconception that a lot of people have is the fact that if you're bisexual, you are shagging everybody. You are literally yeah. having sex with Every human being you come across, male, female, non-binary, whatever the gender, they are in your pants. Yeah, that... exactly. Oh, I've only it's... been sexually intimate with one person, so <laughs> not quite uh, fulfilling that stereotype. Okay, let's, let's, let's open that up, though, because you say like, you've only been sexually intimate with one person. But I yeah. know, having had the colourful lifestyle that I have had, that mm -hmm. there is a lot of like we, we've talked about like the the victimization from hetero people we've talked about the victimization from homo like the homosexual people but also within bisexuality there is also victimization of the idea of you've been taking you for an example you have been intimate with one person 
Therefore, you can't be bisexual. Oh, God. Yeah, I've definitely heard that, too. I didn't know exactly where you were going with that, but yeah, that's for, for sure happened, um, which is bullshit. Like, somebody who's a straight man is going to know that he's straight without having had sex with a woman like you're like people never question like a 17 year old boy who's you know it, it um, says that he's straight but if you're bisexual like oh you have to try it before you can know that you like it it's like no i'm pretty sure i know <laughs> what gets me going <laughs> i don't yeah. have to uh i don't have to actually be intimate with somebody to know that i'm attracted to them and, and that's a really important part as well because the idea of like if you're in a relationship with a woman or a relationship with a man or a relationship with a non-binary person like it that doesn't stop you from being bisexual and that seems like something that has to be repeated constantly like you are still yeah. a valid bisexual despite the fact that if you are in a monogamous relationship with with somebody or other you are still a bisexual you don't suddenly yeah. become straight when you are dating somebody that is not your own gender you don't suddenly become gay when you are dating somebody that is your gender like it, it seems so mind-blowing when you actually, like, lay it out and be like, okay, yeah, cool. So your sexuality depends on the person that you're sleeping with? Is that the way this <laughs> Well, works? I think it's because people have this weird idea that being bisexual is, like, a stepping stone and, like, that, you know, once I figure myself out, I'll know if I'm straight or gay. And, like, bisexual isn't real because it's just, like, it's just a term you use because you're too scared to come out as a lesbian. So if I'm dating a woman, like, oh, good for you. Like, you finally know you're a lesbian. Or if I'm dating a man, it's like, oh, that was a fun little hoe phase for you. But now you're straight again. Good for you. It's like, no, I'm still bisexual. <laughs> that, the, you know? also, you, you've just touched on, on, a, on a massive point there, that the idea of, like, the hoe phase. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's like sleeping with women isn't, like, a bad thing, <laughs> you know? Like, there's nothing, like, dirty or wrong with it, so, I don't know. But but I think what it really comes down to is, is what we've talked about a few times, are, like, the idea of, like, patriarchy and the, the idea that lesbians are only lesbians for men because naturally that is the only way they could ever be <laughs> lesbians heaven for fend, uh, everything they actually is for care. men you saying uh, i was just saying yeah because everything we do is for men of course of course of course it is like why why would it be and and it's so mind-blowing to me like like the amount of times i've been on a night out and I've said mind-blowing a lot today, but it turns out that bisexuality turns to blow my mind, it seems, the subject of. <laughs> um, like, you go on a night out, and, and you'll be there, and you'll Blow be... people and minds. <laughs> blow people and minds. <laughs> ah, there's the wholesome with the hint of spicy right there. There it is, <laughs> little little hint of spicy. Um, like, the, the idea of... Um, like, like, going out on a night out, and I'm with a couple of lesbian friends of mine, we're all having a good time, we're all partying and what have you, and a guy comes over and he's like, I can, like, either I can fix you, or I can convert you. And it's just like, what the f- where, where did this come from? Who, who, who are you, and why do you think this is a thing? Like, what, what is that all about? But I can imagine it's worse for bisexuals because of the fact that 
like the, the all of the preconceptions that we've just talked about the the idea that bisexuals are up for sleeping with everybody the idea that bisexuals are always game for a, for a threesome the idea that um like men are suddenly uh, or the, the specifically the toxic men that we were previously mentioning are, are specifically interested because of the fact that like you are there for their gratification like you're you're there because it means that they can have a threesome with you or like it makes you slightly more i don't know exotic or something like it's it's so so strange have you had yeah. much experience of that um mm, not as much but i've definitely heard of it being being a big problem um, I was gonna say something and then I forgot. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We can we can always we can always bring it back, because the thing is that there is the other side of it. There is the other side of it, which is because of that reputation that bisexuals have, regardless of the fact that it's completely unfounded, a completely unfounded reputation of of them sleeping around of the fact that they're always game for thing of the fact that they're greedy or they're still just trying to find themselves like there is the other side of it where especially younger people and i remember being one of those younger people at one point where people would say they were bisexual to seem more interesting mm which was a really I've never, interesting... I've never, I don't think I've ever like, met other people who have uh, said that they were bi to be more interesting. But um, I think what I was going to say was when it comes to like straight men, I run into a few straight men who um, they seemed like they were cool with bisexuality. Mm -hmm. But it turns out that, you know, they were fetishizing women who are bisexual. And in the same in the same vein they also thought that like a guy being bisexual is like really disgusting but a woman being bisexual is super hot and then it's like you say that you're like you know supportive by bi of bisexuality but in reality you're not at all <laughs> yeah and and th there's also the the flip side of that where they where you can get guys that are that will happily sleep with like they will have a threesome where they, they are friends and they will sleep with the same girl at the same time but they're like but it's okay because where where as long as i remember the phrase uh it's not gay if balls don't touch <laughs> i thought you were gonna say if you keep your socks on <laughs> if you keep it's not gay if you keep your socks on i mean that that is certainly a a, a way of doing it. it's not gay if you keep your socks on it's fine but I remember, I remember it's like, it's not gay if balls don't touch. So you can, you can get as many different heterosexual men in the same room at the same time. But so long as they don't, like, as long as their genitalia doesn't touch each other, it's fine. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like, the, how are you so unbelievably comfortable with that idea, but not comfortable with the idea of a bisexual man? Yeah. Nah, it's mine, but... Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good question. Because, like, even even if they were to accidentally touch genitals, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're attracted to the same gender. Like, 
Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and and it's yeah. I, I think it's it's all all very interesting. Going back onto the the point of the idea of um, people that do it for attention, I know that I remember very clearly um, a friend of mine that got well and truly heartbroken um, because she was getting very French. She got to she went to a party. Um, in fact, we were all there. It was. A, went to a party and she was um, bisexual herself and she was getting on really, really well with this girl and they ended up like making out and doing all kinds of bits and pieces and what have you and things were heating up and it was great and then the girl like suddenly like stopped everything and it was like yeah not a problem like consent obviously most important thing going on um and she was like i don't understand like what what i did wrong everything was going well like now she's not speaking to me now she's not like talking to me she's avoiding me in every way shape or form I, I, i'm not understanding like what what happened and basically what it came down to was the fact that this girl uh, after a long time of finding out what was going on um this girl was basically doing it to grab the attention of a certain guy like she was well and truly playing my friend because she was like i I'm not bisexual, but I wanted to grab this guy's attention and I knew that like lesbianism did it for him. And it was just like, that's like so it's not fucked okay. Up on so many levels. So not okay. Like, what she did is fucked up. The fact that a guy would like be like fetishizing se sexuality is also fucked up. And like the manipulation and uh, all of that is just no. And also it's, it's, it makes bisexual people look bad because that's it's not true that's not like i'm not we're not doing it for attention like i <laughs> i i like boobs and i i like all kinds of stuff and um Suddenly it Ellie is not for attention shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you like all the kinds of stuff but you don't do it for attention yeah and no, i get that i get that do you get it much as a because obviously your your content creation career is well and truly on the rise which is great to see absolutely great to see um do you find that you get a lot of people accusing you of being bisexual for the views for the fame for the for that side of things no, I wouldn't say a lot. I think my community is very wholesome, and I think a lot of the people um, in my community are either like just super supportive or they're part of the community themselves. And so, no, especially ever since um, I started forcing people to like verify their email before they show up in chat, like mm -hmm. I've not really had that much of a problem with that. Um, yeah, no. That's not really been a problem, thankfully. That's really good. <laughs> that, like, that's encouraging to know. Um, because, I mean, I have the LGBTQIA tag on. Um, I never really disclose my sexuality because, first of all, I even know. I just am attracted to people. And second of all, like... Fair. It's not really anybody else's business. Like, what, what I like... In the nicest way possible. It's not like I'm ashamed of it. I just don't really care enough to warrant thingies but you are very open and proud about it like you've got the rainbow flag behind you i remember yes. you getting the rainbow flag and being so unbelievably excited about it for those people that are listening to the podcast um ellie currently has the bisexual 
flag as eyeshadow currently. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's great. It looks fantastic. It looks absolutely <laughs> amazing. Um, it, I but, figured it was fitting. And I have, my flag is three and a half meters by one and a half meters. It's huge. That it. is huge. It's not your only it's one. Like you've one got, you got another one up as well, haven't you? Yeah, I have a little one. The little one... Oh, wait, it's over there. Um, the little one I have is actually... It's a bit sentimental to me because I I bought it at my first ever Pride. So but I've that, only been to Pride great. once that's and fantastic. I bought it there and I was very happy about it. So I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so, I would so love speaking... to go to Pride again, but like I... I feel like I'm like the only queer person who doesn't have a bunch of other LGBT friends in real life. Pretty much all of my friends are straight. And I wish I had more friends who were also openly not straight. Because I feel like there's still like a part of me that has to like act. I don't know. I'm still myself, but I feel like with other queer people i can be i don't know it's hard to explain because i just feel like when i'm around straight people i have to be a little bit more like straight passing or i have to act more the way that people would expect me to that i wouldn't have to that i that i when i when i went to pride i experienced feeling like oh people are not going to judge me here in a way that um i fear straight people might i yeah, I get that on a slightly different level um, in the regards that, as you well know, I'm a very flamboyant individual, um, excessive 101. Like, and, but there's definitely certain groups of friends where I don't like dress normal in inverted commas, but <laughs> I do, I certainly yeah. dress down a bit when I'm around them because. I don't want to make them feel awkward by me being so excessive. And yeah. so, and so it's I also the stereotype that. of like queer people all like, oh, they always talk about sex and they always talk about their sexuality and they don't have a personality other than that. And so I try to like, I don't know, not talk about it as much. And I think a lot of people assume that I'm straight. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Which is, that is not because... necessarily a problem, except for the fact that, like, I want other people to know in case they're also part of the LGBT community. But I do have, like, subtle symbols and whatnot. Like, on my backpack, I have a little pride heart, and I have, like, some jewelry and stuff that have, like, rainbows and stuff on them. Little subtle symbols. I feel like if you know, you know. Like, I feel like somebody who's queer is going to be like, oh, rainbow? Rainbow. Rain rainbow? Okay, cool. Whereas... Somebody who's straight is just like not going to notice it. Interesting. Could this be down to the like you were saying about the the awkwardness of like hitting on people of your own gender? Would mm -hmm. is, is that down? Like, could there be a bit of the whole? Well, I'm trying to pass it straight, and that adds to the. Are they gay? Are they interested? Are they potentially? Hmm. Now, I I don't understand this. Like, 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 because be, um. Sure. Um, I do try. Um, I do try to mention that I'm bisexual somewhere in a conversation. If I'm talking to a woman that I find attractive, I'll like be like, "Oh yeah, 
whatever because I'm bi or whatever it is um to like see what her reaction is gonna be but I don't know could be I guess that I'm the the preconceptions of needing to feel like you're acting more heterosexual because of the people you're with yeah maybe I hadn't really thought about that Actually, there we go. But I think it's the biggest th thing is just like fear of rejection. <laughs> fear of rejection. You see, that that's definitely where I I'd r just rather get the rejection out of the way. I'm like, here's a question: Is the answer yes or no? Like, I'm interested in you. Are we going yes or no? And they're like, actually, no, no, that's a that's a no. And I'm like, cool, no worries. Moving swiftly on. Yeah, but I would be worried that she would be like uncomfortable around me or think that I'm like. I don't know, like checking her out or like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. And so. <laughs> An interesting concept. But if you always worry about uh, what other people are feeling, then you'll never get anything done ever. True. You know what <laughs> That's I mean? what happens. <laughs> that is what happens. I never actually get anything done ever. So you're like openly very loud and proud about being bisexual yeah what was it like so. coming out for you um well i didn't have like a big moment of like here i am i'm out now it was more of like a gradual process of like i said i'm i started by telling my close friends and mm -hmm. then i told my parents and my sister and then i told my other siblings and after that, like, my mom is not very good at keeping a secret. So after I told my mom, like, the rest of the family found out, which was also kind of nice because I didn't have to tell them and people just, like, knew. Um, and then, yeah, I think because I started coming out when I was, yeah, around 15. And then throughout the years by the time i was you know senior in high school like my last year in high school um i think a lot of people knew um and that's when i got a uh, a little bit more comments from people like i remember one time i was in um the locker room we were about to have gym class and there were three girls that were like laughing and giggling and they were like side-eyeing me like looking at me um and uh, a friend of mine told me after the class that they were like making fun of me for being bisexual and um you know joking about how like oh she's gonna come out uh as gay one day and you know when we go to the 10-year reunion she's probably gonna have like chopped her hair off she's probably gonna be fat and be a lesbian and whatever it was and i don't know it's just like I, I was still in the process of, like, trying to fully accept myself because I was still a teenager. I was still, you know, like, I valued um, the opinions of other people a lot more than I do now. I still want people to like me, but when I was, you know, 17, 18, like, it really mattered what my friends thought of me. And so to have people that I thought were kind of cool, like, be making fun of me um, for something that I couldn't change, like, it was, yeah, it was really painful. And, okay, how do you feel about that now that you are older? 
and more. oh now i don't give a fuck like if i i do not care about what um anybody else thinks about like any preconceived uh notion or idea that somebody has about me because i'm bisexual like if that's the kind of person they are that they're judging me because because of something i can't change they're not somebody i want in my life anyway like i i don't care anymore but when i was 17 or 18 yeah it, it really did hurt you know and i think th there's a big difference between like random trolls on the internet saying like i don't know whatever they say um as opposed to somebody really close to me in my life if they were to say it but um thankfully most of the people in my life have been um have been supportive so been supportive been and lucky. accepting which is what we like to see and this, this is definitely something that i try and hammer in as often as possible is, is especially to people that are, are quite young and still discovering themselves and so like that it's, it's they people worry about the opinions of other people and at the end of the day just doesn't matter like yeah the the more that you learn about yourself and the more that you grow um as a person the more you start to realize who your real friends are and that those real friends aren't there to, like they won't judge you and if they do judge you they're not your real friends oh yeah and for sure i agree the, the shit ones fade away and the strong ones stay true and you get to a point and you're just like you know what? why why the fuck did i ever care about that why did i ever yeah. care it's it's yeah because like if the best thing they can do is to like make fun of you for something that you can't change like they don't have anything better to make jokes about like that that they have no sense of humor and also like like the fact that their only material is to go into stereotypes yeah oh you're gonna be a lesbian so naturally let's go to the stereotype where you're gonna cut all your hair short you're gonna do the oh for god's sake just Really? Do you have no imagination? At least make it bloody interesting if you're going to try and pick yeah. on me. Good <laughs> lord. You know? Wow. Wow. That's... Ah, mind-blowing. So, in all in all, friends, uh, you are still valid as a human being, being bisexual. You are completely and utterly valid. And, as we said before, the definition is that you are attracted to your own gender and another maybe multiple genders therein there is no specific realm that like one of the important things in regards to specific definitions in in the lgbtqa is that bisexuality is an umbrella term for a lot of other sexualities that do also fit into that we've um we've talked pretty briefly before about like pansexuality and polysexuality and um um sexual fluidity i believe is another one that i've briefly recently come across but like you i think one of the important things to say is that regardless of labels you know yourself you do not need to fit into a label like the label can help you discover yourself the label can really help you identify with other people and come like find a common grounds with other people but it's not a defining feature by being bisexual you do not have to be attracted to every single human being and desperately want them to get in your pants and be well up for threesomes and be there specifically for the toxic male gaze like that like, yeah. that isn't a requirement you know okay for sure are you ready for some questions <laughs> oh yeah yes because time 100%. has flown once again 
Once again, you're time worried you weren't going to have enough to talk about. Yeah, I genuinely <laughs> did. And you know what? I'm literally looking at my like list four of things. hours at a time. Yeah, I'm li literally looking at my list of things right now, and I'm like, we have covered maybe three of the points that I have listed yeah. down about. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so it's the moving on. Um, so from well, the podcast questions that have come in from the uh, chat here uh, that are watching this live, the live recording. It is so terrible that people just assume bisexuality just means overly sexual. It is fundamentally wrong and so offensive. As a pansexual man, um, people just assume the same. Ellie, you are always such an inspiration, and I'm so excited to see you on the podcast. I mean, I, I thought there was a po I thought there was a question there, but it, there was no question. Thank there you. was just You're so sweet. Just a statement of support for you there, um, Ellie, you beautiful individual. Um, a not so serious question. To follow the memes, are you a finger gun pansexual, a plaid shirt, but uh, finger gun bisexual, a plaid shirt bisexual, or I can't sit on the chair straight bisexual? Uh, all of the above. You okay, the fact that you're asking a bisexual and like asking me to choose one is offensive. <laughs> 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 all of the above. Uh, I was I was actually looking around to see if I had a uh, a plaid shirt laying around because I was wearing one earlier today. But yeah, yeah, I do I do like a plaid. Uh, I have one of my emotes is literally finger guns because it's fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, I my back is in pain a lot because I sit like a fucking frog on chairs all of the time except for when i'm streaming <laughs> because if i sit like this like it's for those yeah. listeners uh she's <laughs> gone into a cross-legged position looks very like pseudo yoga-esque <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah i doesn't look as good aesthetically when i'm on stream and that's the way you do i, I don't even care i'm sat here with my <laughs> knee right by my chin most of the stream but it's it's fine you know um, love that, love that. Um, serious question. How do you feel your bisexuality relates to trans people? Is it more gender representation, physical parts, both, or neither? Ooh, that's a good question. I that's think we were question. talking a little bit about kind of similar things before stream. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, something I think is very uh, annoying is that people assume... Some people assume that because I'm bisexual, that means that uh, I'm transphobic and I don't want to date non-binary people, which is not the case for me at all. Um, and I, I don't really care about like if somebody is ha had had surgery or not, or their own hormones or whatnot. Um, if they're hot, they're hot. <laughs> and, you know, whatever the genital situation is, I'm probably going to be happy either way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I love it. If you're hot, you're hot. Whatever the genital situation, I'll be happy either way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, wow. Probably. That is that is such a, a selling point for bisexuality oh. right there. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh my god. Because this is this is a thing. This is like um a thing in regards to because you you've mentioned this before to me that like you have been accused of being transphobic because you're bisexual and not pansexual. Which oh, yeah. is the first I have ever heard of this. 
Like the idea oh, that- Oh, really? Yeah, it's I have happened never- happened to me more than once. I have never come across this concept. Like the fact that if you're pansexual, you are suddenly accepting of all trans people. And if you're bisexual, you are transphobic. What? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah, it, it hurts a little bit, you know, because I I try to make it very obvious, especially on stream that I am, you know, I try to be as uh, inclusive as possible and I want people to feel welcome. And I would really, I would really hate for anybody who is trans or non-binary to think that just because I identify as bisexual and not pansexual, that I, you know, don't support them or um, anything for, Just like for that. our listeners, we're not going to go too deeply into the pansexuality side of things. The difference between bisexuality and pansexuality, um, bisexuality, as we talked about earlier, is a romantic attraction, sexual attraction, or sexual behavior towards all the genders, about regardless of gender. Pansexuality, okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> bisexuality is attraction to people of all genders. That's bisexuality. God, I'm getting words mixed up. This is the thing. Bisexuality is attraction to people of all genders. Pansexuality is attraction to people regardless of gender. We're not gonna go we're not gonna dig deeper into into it than that. I'm sure we'll have another episode on pansexuality and we can dig further into that side of things. But for the clarity here, um uh, there is no like you are not transphobic if you are bisexual you are not like transphobic if you I mean, are i guess somebody could be but like yeah. by definition like just because you're bi doesn't mean you're transphobic yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i mean you 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 can get bigoted people in every group regardless yeah, of i mean what have you seen is. those people that are trying to start groups that are like the lgb communities and, and like don't want to have the t as being part of it Yes, yes, I have. Unfortunately, oh um, that there are a lot. It makes of them. me so There's... so mad. But well, the thing is that, that that I think there is a an extreme version of every letter within the L the LGBTQIA plus, um, and there is always going to be extreme versions of every group therein. I definitely came across some people uh, just before the p pandemic where they were very adamant that they wanted to get the L out of LGBTQIA because they didn't feel that the LGBTQIA movement was doing enough for lesbians. Um, so it, it does seem that there are extreme versions of all people and you can... Like, that, that's a topic for another time, for sure. But it, like, it, it, it's so mind-blowing to me that there is... This is meant to be an area of support, an area of, of pushing people together and providing equality. And there are still people within this, within the LGBTQIA, who are still trying to tear each other down. Gatekeeping, uh, elitism, it just, it has no place in the LGBTQIA for, for me personally. It has no fucking yeah. place. Like, I build each other up. Let's, let's provide, let's get a world where everyone is bloody equal before we start nitpicking. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Mind-blowing to me. 
Um, did you find it harder to hit on female presenting people? In my experience, um, guys get that you're trying to pick them up straight away, whereas girls automatically assume you're complimenting them or just being nice. Okay, so that there's one. When you are hitting on For a girl, sure. they yeah, just think that, that you're I mean, being that, nice. That's the thing. Like, I've had women who have told me, you know, your boobs look great in that shirt. Um, like, those jeans make your ass look really good. Uh, you're so hot, you're so gorgeous, you're so pretty, whatever. And then when I've tried to like ask them out on a date or try to like hit on them, they're like, what are you doing? I'm straight. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> and it's so confusing for me sometimes because I don't, I just, I, I don't know. Straight women are just, they are way more comfortable being, um, I was going to say intimate with each other, which no, not that, but, but just being like, yeah, like complimentary and um, they're okay with like cuddling each other and hugging and not having it be sexual. Whereas like guys are not going to be that way around, uh, around women. So I don't know. I think it's just like, the line is just very like, for men, it's like drawn in the sand of like, these are things you do if you're attracted to a woman, and these are things you wouldn't do if you were not attracted to them. Whereas with women, it's like, there are a lot of things that you could still do if you're just friends, like complimenting each other. Um, yeah. So it I makes it a little bit more I suddenly feel very out of place on account of the fact that I flirt with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, a way of my existence, you know? Um... That's nice, though. Oh, oh, this is an interesting one. Well, like, we'll, we'll do, we'll do one more. Oh, hold on. Let me read. Okay. Um, for the last one, for the last one, for those people that are listening that have uh, put their um, put their things in there, I will refund all of your um points make sure that you you get all your points back and what have you but we are unfortunately running out of time on account of the fact that uh, this is a podcast and it needs to be like an hour long um so for for my sheer entertainment the biggest compliment you would like to pay to the person that you've been chatting with you've been chatting with me come on let's go <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready oh man oh there's so many things that i could compliment you for uh about you or naturally give you as a compliment um i think something that's absolutely incredible about you is um how open-minded and understanding you are of other people and your ability to um like yeah you're just you're just very yeah you're just very kind and you are able to relate to other people in a way that most people are not and yeah i think it's Damn it, I need to work on being more nasty. That is what it is. <laughs> God, my, my reputation is being ruined right now. That's great. I'll, oh, I will also, I, I will also, um, I will play fair as well. Uh, biggest compliment I could give you, other than the wholesomeness we talked about earlier, I think that your approach to... Like, like you, we talk about open-mindedness. You have a very, very, very wholesome open-mindedness in the fact that you are always willing to learn. You are willing to be wrong and be corrected and push yourself further as a human being 
by being wrong. You're just like, I'm wrong. Cool. Now I know better. Let's push ourselves forward. And But you do that with your entire community as well. So you go, cool. Now we've all learned together. Let's push ourselves forward together. Let's make ourselves better. And there is a vulnerability to being wrong on the internet. And there is a vulnerability to being that open about it, especially on the internet as a content creator. And I think that your willingness to be that vulnerable whilst also maintaining a strength that is just beautiful to behold. Also, like, I'm just going to slide in there as well, the fact that you get hilariously filthy when you feel slightly awkward and uh, <laughs> you, just, you just throw out some of the filthiest things. Everything's going right. You're like, oh, it's really wholesome and beautiful and fantastic. And then suddenly some absolute gutter filth comes out of Ellie's mouth. And then, it, then, and then you giggle. <laughs> and you giggle. Like, oh, I should have said that. Oh. that well, that the thing is, I say it to myself a lot. And then I'm just like, nope, don't say it out loud. Just keep it to yourself. And then sometimes, especially because I feel like people in chat can tell when I've said something because I start like i have to hold in a laughter and then they're like just say it just say it and i'm like ah oh, i'm not gonna lie to you saying it and then i say it ellie you have but i really appreciate that the worst poker face you have the worst poker face your poke your poke face is awful because you you'll sit there and you'll think about it and you're like <laughs> and you'll cover your mouth and you'll go all shy and bashful and you're like i can't say that on the internet that will be there forever and that that is it that is like the, the whole shebang there. Right, people, that's where we're going to have to end it. I'm afraid that is where I'm going to have to end it. Um, so, friends, thank you very much for joining us. I would like to say a massive thank you to the beautiful uh, Kate Sway for doing the intro. A massive thank you to uh, Alexander Devonport for doing the background for the VOD here. And a massive thank you to Mountain Goat for doing the uh, intro music. An amazingly huge thank you to my wonderful guest, the beautiful Rebel Ney, a.k.a. Ellie. Ellie, could you please tell Thank you tell for having everyone? me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm more than welcome. Very, very happy to have had you. Cheeky. I'm very happy to have, uh, have, have had you as a guest. Better be very clear about that with your bisexual reputation. Um... <laughs> Could you please tell people where they can find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitch. My username is just rebelnay, so twitch.tv forward slash rebelnay. Uh, also on Instagram at rebelnayttv and Twitter, which I think is also... No, Instagram is Ellie Rebelnay and, in, and Twitch is rebelnayttv. Uh, the fact that just Rebel Nay was taken on so many different platforms is very upsetting to me. Okay, I'm just going <laughs> to correct you there because I did all the social posts beforehand. It's uh, Rebel Nay, twitch.tv forward slash Rebel Nay. On Instagram, it's Ellie Rebel Nay. And on Twitter, it's, uh, it's Rebel Nay TTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There You're, you go. You there got you it go. more than me. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, I've been Valen Vane, your wonderful host. Yes, I am wonderful. It's just the way it is. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Valen Vane. You can also find me on pretty much every social media at Valen Vane. Um, thank you very much for listening, you beautiful individuals. Yeah.